What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ham and Spam Retro Review, the show where two lifelong friends replay the games from our childhood, see if they stand the test of time. Check us out online at hamandspam.com, where you can find links for our social media, including Twitter, where it's at hamandspam1, Instagram at hamandspamgames, and search us on Facebook, Ham and Spam Retro Review. And coming soon to YouTube. Eventually. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 25, where I'm joined by our special guest, one Hammy. I'm back. <laughs> uh, hopefully, it's not for just one night, one night only. So, depends on if this foot ever uh, gets healed. Let's just cut it all. Guys, y'all don't understand. I'm looking at it right now. It's it's huge. It's swollen. It's huge. It's very tender. I've already... I've already slid the coffee or the uh, the table that we have all our stuff. It, it is a coffee table, but I've already slid it to his foot. And he's about killed me. So there was that as well. So, so Hammy, how's your week been? Uh, well, you know, uh, not a whole lot of walking, not a whole lot of anything really. Uh, apparently, fall weather finally got here, and I didn't get to enjoy it. Right. Um, you haven't yet, anyway. Yeah. Well, it's probably going to be gone after this week. <laughs> Probably, uh, I think it's actually get a little colder, so it's not not too bad. It's like we completely missed out on fall, and now we're kind of in that weird between fall and winter area of the seasons. I'm just waiting for summer to come back because you, know <laughs> you know it will. So, so interview gout sucks. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't I, recommend it. I've had it. Uh, I've had a, a, a tinge or two of it, and uh, thankfully I'm on meds, and it doesn't doesn't do that much to me anymore but well it hit me and it decided to stay yeah bad too um, so i haven't got a lot of sleep <laughs> today's the first day i could walk uh i can't put anything on I'm, this foot's barefoot <laughs> yeah here. yeah when you when you came over and uh to record tonight we uh you, you told me you got out with no shoe on and then by the time you got out you stepped in an ant bed <laughs> and well i made sure to avoid the ant bed but they they found me well that's what like happened three or four got me on that's, that foot that's the devil's demon spawn there that and mosquitoes yes so all right well um did you get a chance to listen to last week's episode i did it's the first episode i've actually listened to the <laughs> one i wasn't in <laughs> well there's no sense in re-listening to it if you've already lived it i thought it was great i i thought i thought it was pretty good pretty good uh episode uh caitlin did a good job filling in and i think we uh i think i came up with a good nickname for her. what's that treat not quite, quite spam. Exactly. Not quite spam, but it's still potted meat. But it, <laughs> oh gosh, brought, that's brought to you by the people who make Vienna sausage. <laughs> well, she doesn't. She doesn't. She didn't like my suggestion of spam light. Well, she's gonna be treat. She's well, treat from now on. Well, there you go. Thank you, treat. <laughs> well, her thing too was don't give me a meat nickname. Well, by gosh, you got one. So when you hear this, uh, when it drops on Sunday slash Monday, you'll know what it is. Yep. 
Um, so yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was a pretty good review. Probably a little lengthy. Uh, do apologize for that, but sometimes you just kind of get in the groove and you start talking about something and it's just, it's rolling and it's flowing off the tongue. And well, I enjoyed it because, uh, you know, you could, you could tell that the two of you had quite an experience playing the game. I had an experience reliving it through her, especially the HD, the remake, yeah. because it was so jump scary. And I love that remake. I, we're going to end up playing through it. And if I ever figure out how exactly to uh, put together a YouTube channel, I'm going I'm going to show Caitlin <laughs> playing it. So it's the only way of doing it. But um, real quick, though, I did want to uh, relive just a couple of moments right quick of Resident Evil. Uh, I don't know how we got through that entire game without talking about the terrible, terrible movies that go along with it, oh, that man. have the same name. Um, but completely abandoned the source material. Well, and I think that's why... <sighs> They they have been successful. They've got to be successful to have like twelve or how many ever they've got now. Well, yes, well, no the joke. They've Twilight got like six. Movies are successful. That that tells you what state of our nation <laughs> or the state of our nation. Well, is in. Uh, and then I had also said that uh, Barry turned out to be a bad guy at the end. He was not a bad guy. He oh, was, you could save him, right? And he was blackmailed. And that was another thing that I didn't touch on. That there was actually four different endings. Yeah, you could. The the best ending was um, Jill. And Chris both got out with Rebecca and Barry. So all four characters are saved. Which is the canon ending, if I'm not right, mistaken. Right, right. Because that's how they're all in the sequels. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you can get the bad ending, which is you and you alone survive. And you can get the um, next to worst ending, where it's just you and your partner. Or you can get the next to best ending, which is you, your partner, and... Um, either Barry or right. Rebecca. Right. Uh, something else you missed. Uh, Jill had the lockpick stuff in the original. Yeah, and, and I, I had to go back and look at that because that's in that terrible voice acting. I guess I just <laughs> shut it out of my head where it says, you, the master of unlocking things. So I guess I just kind of overlooked that. So It's like, was that a question? Was that a statement? <laughs> oh, but yeah, kind of, kind of upset that you weren't able to make that one because i did a lot of research for it you did you did and we we commend you for it um and because of that i think that made it a good episode um because as we all know here we're either going to do a really thorough playthrough or do really thorough research and that one got a bit of both even though you weren't here Um, the research obviously was you so thank you i I printed it or i typed it out yep yep we had it we had it up on the uh on the screen here (laughs) as we were going through it Trying to make sure we hit everything. So, um, so episode twenty five, mm-hmm. continuing on with our Halloween slash horror film or horror theme. Um, episode twenty five is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Good deal, good deal. Well, now, why did you pick? Why did we pick this game? And by well, we, I mean you. <laughs> well, originally we were gonna do uh, Castlevania four, right? Yes, right. But I've got uh, well, Jeff, mm-hmm. great, great friend of the show. We'll reveal his. Uh, meet nickname in the bonus episode releasing this week as well right uh he's a huge castlevania game fan okay and he among many others said that symphony of the night is the best castlevania game um full disclosure never played it you know back in the day yeah. um never was a big castlevania guy anyway the, the games on regular nintendo that's that's what i associate castlevania with the most they're hard <laughs> i played 
Uh, several of them for a grand total of about 15 minutes combined. <laughs> but I did play the Lords of Shadow, the, the 3D. I right. played it a lot. I, I liked it a lot. And is that the one that was released not too long ago for free on Xbox, or was that like a sequel to it? Uh, well, there there are two of them. But okay. I think, I know they did an HD remaster of it, but it's, I, I enjoyed it. It's like a whole different timeline, though. It's right. like a what-if scenario. Kojima had a hand in it. Right. Okay, well, that that explains a lot with yeah. the what ifs and alternate timelines and whatnot. So, um, I w- I would have to agree in in the playthrough uh, of it that it was probably the best Castlevania because uh, it stuck true to the roots. It's two D. They they mess with it a little bit, try to make it a little different, and I think it does help. Well, the, yeah, I mean they changed it, they turned it on its head because before then Castlevanias were linear, right? Um, I think the second one, Simon's Quest, had some exploration and people liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it straight up went exploration, uh, nonlinear, uh, had added RPG elements, mm-hmm. uh, just a whole lot of stuff that they were really wanting to get longevity out of the game. They wanted it to be something that you would come back and play over and over. Which is which is a lot for 1997 when this was released. Right. Um, it was originally released for the PS1 and then later for the Sega Saturn. But initially, uh, it was supposed to be for the 32X. Yeah. Uh, th- I think it's called the Bloodletting, right? Is a working title, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, just well, like when everything the, else with the 32x, when just, it bombed, they yeah. they took it and said, "Yeah, we're going to take our ball and go home. We're going somewhere else." Which that whole story of Sega and the 32x fiasco, well, that monstrosity that okay, you take this and you add it to this and you stack this on top of it, and then <laughs> guess what? We got something else you can put with it too. Oh, it was such a bad idea. I mean, we watched a. YouTube video on the history of that whole timeline, basically from the Mega Drive up through the 32X and how bad it was. Like, oh yeah, that's no big deal. We'll just add something to it. Hey, that's no big deal. We'll just add something else. Just keep adding. It's like the Game Boy. Remember the Game Boy ca- camera? Yeah. You had the printer. The you printer, the right. magnifying glass. <laughs> I had that thing with the magnifying glass on it. Yeah, you do. I forgot about that. Well, Maze dropped it. Mm. And it and, well, the lights had gone out in it uh, on the top, and then Maze dropped it, and it uh, it actually had like a um, uh, a joystick kind of thing with it, and it broke the joystick, so it's completely gone. We ended up trashing it. So, oh, I should have at least kept it. No, <laughs> even if it doesn't work, was well, it completely broken? Yeah, it was like completely broken. Oh, wow. So grounding for life. Well, maybe not for life. He <laughs> he's grounded right now because <laughs> we went to the football game last week, which Maze's team won, by the way. Um, yeah, I heard about his uh, interception. Mays had an interception, yep. And uh, the thing I didn't say about last week was we got all the way there and he forgot his jersey. It was like 30, 40 minutes away uh, over to where we were at and got there. And it's like I, I grilled him before we left. I said, I'm not – make sure you have everything. I'm not going to sit here with a dang checklist or anything. Make sure you got everything. I got everything, got everything. We get all the way there. And he's like, um, where's my jersey? Like we've messed with it. And I'm like, hmm. This is why I told you to check everything. I just grounded you for a week. So the jersey would be the last thing I would forget. Uh, we'll see. I would probably wear it the whole. He way played. There. He played one year uh, on the the lower level, the B team. They call it the B team, and we had a jamboree, and we got all the way to um, another town, and he forgot his cleats. Like we had to run back and go get his cleats because we played in like thirty minutes. So I like made awesome time getting there. Wow. Surprisingly, I didn't, you know, wreck or get a ticket or anything, but who I was hot that day. I was hot, hot that day. Ooh. I just looked at him with a jersey and said, well, you're grounded. And I just walked away because I knew <laughs> I was going to get him. But 
Anyway, um, released in 97, um, 98 for the Sega Saturn. Right. Uh, it's been re-released several times. Oh, yeah. Um, full disclosure, that's how I had to play it. Uh, I couldn't, I, I kept looking for a copy, um, of the game. It's hard to find. Uh, the PS one's going to run you over a hundred bucks. Exactly. It's very expensive and I love the show, but I don't know if I'm ready to drop a hundred bucks for a game that's tw- almost 20 years old. 97, yeah. 07. It's old enough to drink. Well, it is, it's over 20 years old. It's yeah. 22 years old. So you played the Xbox 360 version on Xbox One. Right. 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 And um, you played... The PS4 version. The PS4 version. Okay. So the PS4 version is actually the original. Uh, as far as you know, anyway. Well, I one of the remakes they did for, I think, PSP. Okay. I think they called it the Dracula X version. Yeah. Because... Because it comes with Rondo Castlevania Rondo of Blood, mm-hmm. which is the prequel, right? And to this this series, this game, it's called Castlevania Requiem. Both the games together, right? And they changed a few th- things here and there. I uh, think they changed some dialogue for this one. Uh, I think they changed some music. Uh, they also made a couple more playable characters, mm-hmm. which I. Could not figure out how to select us. (laughs) So the version you played or the version that I played, which one's more true to the original? I think yours is more true to the original. Okay. Well, I noticed. So Hammy's come over. We've, we spent a couple of hours together playing and he said, Hey, this dialogue's different than what what, on his playthrough. Um, Well, I noticed the voice acting was different. It was, there were different actors. Right. Yeah, the, the the whole dialogue it was strange. Well, see, I thought it was kind of awesome that they actually had, you know, voice actors for this because you know we played a lot of 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 Sega and and Super Nintendo games back in the day where you had to read a lot of it, and even some of the see, even some of the original PlayStation stuff you had to read a lot of it. Um, but they had the voice actors, you know, they 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 produced it very well. They did, uh, and did a good job with it. Um, so yeah, we um. We played it different, two different consoles at two different times. I'm not gonna lie, I got well. I played it to a certain extent, got to the first boss and died numerous times. I'm not a Castlevania guy. It is, I don't have the patience for it, it, it <laughs> and it's very hard sometimes. So, and and we'll get into that when we get into the review. But um, you got here that it was developed as a side story for the series. Yeah. Um, kind of like a, almost a little, like a spinoff. Right. Sort of. Yeah. Let me see that paper where I topped everything out. <laughs> I thought I had it memorized and I don't. Um, but they wanted to break away from those traditional aspects. Like I told, told you about earlier, the linear stuff. So uh, this is what number in the series? I think it's like number 15. 15? If I'm not mistaken, because they've already had... Uh, your, well, you had the original your one through four, two, right? Yeah, three then, and then four. Then they had a bunch of spinoffs. They had a bunch of stuff like that. But this, they wanted to break away from that traditional linear Castlevania mm-hmm. thing. And the main reason is because Castlevania was not selling well. Right. Uh, it was flopping real hard in Japan. Like the, the, they got stale. Yeah. The director said he went around. They were in not bargain bargain bins, mm-hmm. and uh, he realized a lot of it was due to the fact that there was no replayability. I mean, it was just straight up linear. Sure. You go from the start of the game to the end of the game, and there's no reason to do anything else. Right. 
So that's why he made it the way he did. And a large part of that came from his, uh, or was inspired by the legend of Zelda. Uh, he loved the fact that you had an, a whole map that you could go, you know, back and forth to where right. you wanted. Uh, I mean, and this isn't necessarily linked to the past Super Nintendo Zelda. This is like original Zelda kind of stuff. I don't know. It might well, be I mean, you fast. you change you change the screens. You know, it scrolls from yeah. scene to scene, and you can go back and forth. So, well, I mean, as far as having the castle, you can go all over. And there are some parts that you can't get to unless you have a specific item. Sure, uh, it's very similar to uh, Super Metroid. Uh, it, I mean, it plays a whole lot like Metroid, which this is the the game that spawned the term Metroidvania, right? Because most of the two D Castlevania games after this are going to follow this formula, mm-hmm. and it's very similar to Metroid. The whole uh, big open map, you can go back wherever you want. Just there are certain parts that you can't get to unless you have a certain item, right? And the RPG elements um, made it, you know, made it more rewarding, made it replayable, uh, right. also made it less difficult as well. Right. Uh, I mean, if you've got a boss that you can't beat, just walk around and kill little enemies until you level up right. over and over and over. Right. You'll be stronger. And trust me, Clint had to do a lot of that. So um, this is a 2D game mm-hmm. um, in a 3D world. Uh, I thought they did very well with the graphics, with the backgrounds, um, with the shading to make things look more 3D in the backgrounds, even though they were truly 2D. Um, and And... And as much as we can appreciate it today, that kind of hurt it when it came out. Right, because it's different. Yeah, and I mean, you're... And it's funny because they're like, we got to make this game different because it's so stale, but then they make it different. They're like, well, we don't want to play it because it's different. Well, what do you want? Six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah, it's competing with stuff like uh, Mario 64 at this Mm -hmm. point. Right. Uh, Ocarina of Time. So, so, I mean, there's true 3D games at that point, you know, over the shoulder. Gamers have moved on to 3D. Right. Uh, and this is still 2D. And so it just didn't really get that push at, begin- at the beginning. Right. Sales were very mediocre. Very, very mediocre. But a part of that was because of lack of advertising. Like right. They just didn't advertise it. Um, but really the success for this game and the sales success for this game came by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. A lot of people just started playing it and said, holy crap, this is really good. Yeah. A lot hey, of critical praise too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hey, Joey Jojo, go Go play this game. It's really awesome. Yeah, and it soon became a hit, a uh, sleeper hit. That And that's crazy because, you know, a lot of people consider this, especially in 97, to be, you know, one of the best games ever created. And, and I mean, it's got a, like you said, it's a lot, well-produced, a lot mm-hmm. of polish. Right. Uh, just, just a very solid, solid game. So, and you did your research, so I did a little bit of my own. Uh, this game's very highly regarded. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's several magazine publications that consider this um, in their top quarter or even top 10%, if I do the quick math, of um, best games ever. You know, top 100 right. games. Uh, IGN gave it a 16, you know, number 16 out of 100. Game Informer gave it 24 out of 200. Wow. Um, Which I, I do want to go on record, so I, I – I don't know. really trust Game Informer. <laughs> well, and, I mean, and maybe don't trust Game Informer, but they are a national, a national wise publication to the point to where they, you know, they do have a so, somewhat of a following, and and they do know the games, you know, that they're comparing. So, I mean, if they, okay, well, I mean, if they if they come out say, and say Sonic Sonic O six is the best game ever, I mean, obviously we know better than that. That that's a story for another day, but yeah, I, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um. 
another game, uh, another publication gave it uh, a four out of a number four out of one hundred, and it was the highest PlayStation game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but then another one said it was the second best PlayStation game of all time behind Metal Gear Solid. Right. So I mean, one A, one B, you know, kind of thing. You know, I would I'm, I would even put Resident Evil two in that you know best best ever PlayStation right. game. Um, and uh, there's a publication called Edge. That gave it a 35 out of 100. Well, I keep saying out of. It's not a 35 out. It's number 35 of 100 games mm-hmm. of games um, that you have to play today. That you know that they suggest that you play even today. So it's like a retro kind of going back publication, saying, okay, out of all these retro games, you need to play these, and you know to still be ranked 35. Yeah, needless to say, it's beloved. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So, um, so we're gonna get in the game right quick. Um, so hang out. We're going to find some music eventually to put with this. Uh, at, at, go ahead and spoil that one, dude. The music was really good for this. It was. Um, I mean, obviously it fit the bill, which is, you know, what you want it to do. You don't want it to sound happy and upbeat when you're at a at a, uh, a funeral or anything. But um, <laughs> I did make the comment that there was one part of the level that kind of reminded me of Ghostbusters for some reason. I don't know, which is funny because you're dealing with a lot of ghosts and goblins and whatnot in the game. So uh, fitting. <laughs> so it was very fitting. So anyway, uh hang out, listen to this tune, and we'll be right back. Okay, so Hammy, uh, let's uh, let's talk about the story a little bit. Um, what what do we have here? Uh, well, like I said earlier, it's a sequel to Rondo of Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, these Castlevania games usually follow uh, the Belmont family, mm-hmm. which is apparently a family of vampire hunters <laughs> taking on Dracula and and just about all of them. But this one sees you play as Alucard, which, in case you didn't know, is Dracula backwards. You know, I did not. I did not take, pick up on that. Really? I did not until just now. I'm looking at it spelled, and it sure does. Well, Alucard is Dracula's half-human son. Okay. Uh, Dracula uh, well, apparently well, had a human wife, and they had Alucard. Right. So before we go into that, you know, as far as from the game synopsis, we need to rewind just a little bit. This is a direct sequel to Rondo of Blood. Rondo of Blood. When you start at the game, you start off as the protagonist from Rondo of Blood. Yeah, you start at the very end of Rondo of Blood. Right. I mean, it's at the very, very end. So, it, I mean, it carries over and it sets you straight up and it kind of gives you, hey, this is a new system. Here's the controls. You know, here's the buttons and everything for it. You know, and it and it gives you a very, you know, a, a very good intro level yeah, to you, it. And you play as Richter Belmont. And right. You go straight to Dracula and fight him. And beat him. <laughs> right. Up. 
this game, which is four years later. Right. So it's so it's four years later, um, and it's in the what the late seventeen hundreds. Yeah, something that, like that. Seventeen ninety six. Right. Um, and get this, I didn't know this until I started playing this game. Castlevania is the name of Dracula's castle. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> this whole time, I just thought it was like a portmanteau of castle and Transylvania. <laughs> that's awesome I don't feel so bad now for not knowing that Alucard was Dracula backwards now there you go there you go I'm redeemed um, obviously you've got uh, Dracula you've got um, some other characters here Maria is mm-hmm. in it Maria's been in the, the in the past games as well uh, she was in Rondo of Blood she's like a a distant cousin to the Belmont she's also a vampire hunter mm-hmm. and she had a, a a role in Rondo of Blood and in this as well her and Richter are I know they're, they're NPCs in the original. I think it was the remakes that made them playable. Okay. You can play Symphony of Night as the two of them and certain versions, but not the original version, I don't think. And uh, another character, another important character that uh, that we're going to talk about in here, probably my favorite character just because of his name, is Shaft. Played by Samuel Jackson. <laughs> you one bad vampire. Yeah, I saw that when it when it popped up. It said it's General Shaft. Yeah, like, wait, we're wait, fighting Shaft. Wait, what? So, um, so as far as the as far as the game itself goes, um, you um jump in like you said right right after the the previous game, mm-hmm. um, and then um, Richter confronts and defe- defeats Dracula. Four years later, uh, Richter goes missing. No one knows where he's at. Um. Not and then Dracula, Richter. and then uh, Dracula's castle reappears. Castlevania. Ah, how about that? Um, Alucard arrives, uh, and he's just hell bent on destroying the castle. Yeah, well, Alucard, I was also in, uh, I think Castlevania three. Yes, is one of three or four playable characters, and this place takes place, I think, a few hundred years afterwards. Yeah, apparently he's going into uh, uh, seclusion. I think he's been asleep this whole time. Uh, he doesn't want to hurt humanity. His father has vowed revenge on humanity because they killed his mother, Lisa, uh, for being a witch. So you're telling me that Alucard is basically Blade. Exactly. <laughs> Our Blade is Alucard. Ah. Mm. That's probably the more accurate, actually. I don't, I don't know when Blade came when, when Blade first came on the scene. Well, Blade Trinity was 2000, so it would have been right around this time, actually. Wow. But the but this right here was all set in motion even before that. Maybe. So at least the, the characters anyway. Right. So Dracula wants revenge on humanity because of, uh, <clears throat> because of his wife being burnt at the stake as a witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alucard doesn't want revenge. He's, you know, it's no part of it. So I think after they beat him in Castlevania three, and again, I could be wrong on that. I think it's three. Uh, Apparently he's been asleep the whole time and he wakes up now because Dracula's back. Yeah. <laughs> Backer than back. Well, well, there was a movie that said that Dracula's back and he's deader than ever or something. What was that? <laughs> not telling. I, I'll have to go back and find that. Was That's Flipper. Funny. No, it was not Flipper. Um, so um, Alucard arrives um, and he meets Maria for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um she fought alongside Richter in previous games, and now she's searching for him because he's missing. Uh, Alucard finds Richter, uh, and, and Richter claims to be the new lord of the castle. Okay. Um, 
I haven't got to that part in the game yet. Well, I'm going completely off of 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 what I found during the research to to proceed through the game because guys, this game is hard as crap. All right. So so spoiler alert: we're going to go through the whole game story. Okay. Do you Apparently. not want to do that? I mean, I mean, we can. Okay. <laughs> um, go ahead. <laughs> Convinced that Rich- Richter is under somebody else's control. Maria urges Alucard not to hurt him and gives him the holy glasses, which allows him to see past illusions. Which, I, like I pointed out in that clock room, yeah, uh, you have to do specific things to get those. Um, eventually, Alucard confronts Richter and finds out uh, that Richter actually plans to resurrect Dra- uh, Dracula, Dracula, uh, so the two can fight each other for an eternity. So that's kind of you know, the backstory of why all of a sudden he's missing and and then, you know, here he is and it's not, it's him, but it's not him. Um, uh, Alucard breaks a spell and then um, Dracula's servant Shaft. I figured you'd throw in something Shaft related there. Well, I was trying to think of the theme song. I forgot. Shaft! <laughs> I, th- I thought it was that. Who is the man? There you go. Um, and says that regardless that Dracula will soon still be re- uh, resurrected soon, uh, Alucard leaves Richard, uh, Richter and Maria to confront Shaft, who then reveals he's planned to uh, end the threat at Belmore Clan by controlling one of them and Belmont force... Clan. Belmont. Did I say Billmore? I think so. I should, I should really have printed this larger. Uh, forcing the clan to fight one another. After defeating Shaft, Alucard faces his father who vows to bring an end to humankind because Alucard's mother, Lisa, was executed as a witch, as you referred to earlier. Mm-hmm. Alucard refuses to join his father in his revenge, and he defeats him. Alucard tells Dracula that he has been thwarted many times because he has lost his ability to love after Lisa's death, and in Lisa's final words, were the eternal love for him and plead him not to hate or at least harm humanity. I find it funny that Dracula's love interest is the same name as the dude from the room. <laughs> Tag me apart, Lisa. <laughs> uh, I don't. I think that's probably just more of a coincidence than anything, but it's still funny. Yeah, um, such a basic name, Lisa. Like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you got Alucard, you got Dracula, you got Richter, and Maria's kind of a kind of a basic name too. Yeah, but... Dracula's half brother Jerry. <laughs> And Shaft, yeah, his loyal servant Shaft. <laughs> um, before Dracula dies, he asks for Lisa's forgiveness and bids his son farewell. Um, then, after escaping the collapsing castle, Alucard rejoins Richter and Maria. Maria is relieved uh, that he escaped, while Richter blames himself for the reason of Alucard's fight with his father. Alucard tells Richard, "The only Richard. thing, Richard, <laughs> Richter, gosh, I might actually really get I, my eyes are getting bad." The only thing necessary for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. That's what? The only thing necessary for evil to triumph... Okay. It's for good men to do nothing. A quote uh, attributed to Edmund Burke. Yeah, there was another quote that they used in the original version that Dracula said at the beginning. Uh, what is man? I think but a m- miserable pile of lies or something like that. Yeah. That was taken from uh, another like famous book. Okay. Um, depending how much of the castle the player has explored, Maria either chases Alucard 
uh, in the hope of changing his mind or resigns herself to Alucard's fate and leaves with Richter. Yeah, and you're talking about uh, her giving him the glasses earlier. Right. The, way, the way I understand it is you can get through the game, not have the glasses, fight Richter, kill him, and that's one ending. Or if you uh, do certain... Uh, if you defeat certain bosses to get certain items mm. and go to the clock room to open a secret door to get the glasses, then when you defeat Richter, you see that there's something else behind him. You don't kill him, and that causes the castle to become inverted, and you go back through the whole thing again uh, and get the true ending that time. Okay. And so there's, what did we say earlier, four different endings for this? Or am I, I getting so. that confused with Resident Evil? I I have I think no there's idea. four. I didn't get one. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I asked Hammy earlier. We were playing through it, and we had, we put a little bit. Of, well, this is what happened. Hammy came over. I was struggling, and Hammy took the control from me and said, "Give me this. You don't know what the heck you're doing," and made it, gosh almighty, so much further than I had already gotten. So I basically sit here watching Hammy play because I I played it quite a bit. Uh, I, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. But it is uh, something that's going to take a lot of dedication. Oh, absolutely. Makes me think of the Dark Souls games. I don't think you ever played those. I didn't. Probably all for the same reason. <laughs> it's uh, it's not so much that it rewards success, but it punishes failure. <laughs> and that it that's does. A Chinese uh, proverb also. <laughs> yeah. A Chinese what? Proverb. Oh, okay. What did uh, I say? I have no idea. Not proverb. <laughs> um. Gosh, I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> um, so, 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 so. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, the game. Uh, I, you know, you had the save rooms, which you apparently. <laughs> I I did not know how to operate the save room. You walk in, there's like some kind of like weird dodecahedron. It looks like a around. dreidel. <laughs> yeah, there's a dreidel spinning around. <laughs> And eventually turns into a coffin that right. comes around and you save. It right. replenishes your health. Uh, you just walk in and hit up, and it lets you overwrite the save file. And you were sitting that. there and I letting just it go through sit its whole there animation. And it goes through its whole entire animation and it says, Do you want to overwrite? And I was like, Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, when you die, you go back to the last time that you saved. Right. And as I showed you, not on purpose, <laughs> you, can, you can do a whole lot after you save. Yep. Get a pretty long way and then. Some stupid flying Medusa head comes out of the wall and kills you, and you lose every bit of it. Well, and and that was kind of your biggest complaint was this was was the um the hit the the hitting you know when you got hit by an enemy. Oh, but you went flying, right? And sometimes it it shifted you to another room. And a la Zelda, when you change the the main room that you're in. And you go back to the previous room that you were just in, all the enemies come back. Oh, gosh. It has the enemy respawn rate worse than Far Cry 2. <laughs> so, you know, there was a lot of a lot of cheap deaths from yeah, things like that. a whole that. lot of cheap deaths. Um, a lot of spamming from... Oh, gosh. That guy with the axe. That guy with the axe. Uh, and that, that plant. plant. Oh, my. That, that, I was getting mad. That was worse than Ryu was doing his Hadoukens on Street Fighter. <laughs> it's just constant. Yeah, spitting those things that turn you into stone and keep hitting you because when you get uh, petrified like that, right, you have to keep uh, keep going back and forth, left and right, left and okay. right to shake free of it. And so it takes a lot longer than I think it should. So you know, I even made the reference that this was kind of in a in a sense, and it's not anything like so, but just certain aspects of it reminded us of or reminded me anyway of the Jurassic Park game we reviewed. Uh, some like weeks the, back. Yeah, that was similar than that. You got hit. You went flying back 30 feet. Right. And, you know, 
sometimes you know in Jurassic Park you go flying back into an electric fence <laughs> yeah. and you're dead. So I mean, you at least don't have that kind of extreme, but pretty much, I mean, oh, it's extreme. Uh, I, I suffer many deaths because of the insane knockback. <laughs> Uh, a lot of times too, the enemy would be on like the bottom of a staircase. You'd be on the top and there'd be like some kind of a ledge to keep right. you from jumping. Yep. So you basically had to walk through it and there, you couldn't hit them until you got to the bottom and uh, they would spam their whatever move they had. Right. And, and sticking with the, uh, the Jurassic park theme, um, obviously when you picked up your special items that were laying about the ground, right. yeah, your throwables, um, if you walked across it, you picked it up, yeah. whether you wanted it or not. And that was kind of like the uh, the Doom area of Jurassic Park for yeah. Super Nintendo. Um, I, I, yeah, with the ammo. Right. I, I didn't li- I like that because a lot of times it would be inconvenient. There'd be sometimes I would switch backs. And I'd, I wouldn't realize I'd pick something else up right. in the heat of battle. Right. And I go to use my stopwatch to stop time, and I end up throwing a spear at someone. <laughs> uh but, Which those items, by the way, let me run through them. You got a dagger you throw, mm-hmm. you got an axe that you throw with an arc. Right. Uh, there is a spear. I, it may do poison damage. I'm not sure. It was doing some kind of green splash something when I found it. Uh, the green splash was like a. Um, no, that, that was something different. Yeah, that was like the little vial that you threw down that made a fire. That, that's awesome. I like that. Well, it kind of reminds me of, of what is it from Game of Thrones? Oh, the. Uh, 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 what was that called? Or wildfire? Wildfire. That's what it was. Um, then you also had the watch that stopped time for five seconds, mm-hmm. which you got into a secret room. Right. And the big clock room. Uh, and you had the little diamond that you threw and it like, bounced off stuff, like ricocheted around. Yeah. And it, it sometimes it was hit or miss, man. Sometimes it would it would do well, if you what got it somewhere that to. had a had a bunch of walls and stuff around or you know yeah, very it, tight it would do a good job because there was one time when you threw it and like it was just killing people left and right, right. And there was another time you threw it and it didn't do anything like every time i'm glad it couldn't hurt me because it would have came back and killed no me. every time uh because because but there was one time where it hit somehow or another it hit at every perfect angle and missed every time yeah. that that little <laughs> what do you call it? like a mannequin looking thing the, the mannequin oh, the, girl uh, thing marionettes yeah um where you threw it and she'd stand up and all of a sudden, as soon as it got close to her, she'd fall down yeah. and like it missed her every time. Like matrix like, dodging it. Exactly. But th- those were uh, cool. I, I, like I said, I like the ax a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the stopwatch. It became handy. I like the vial. The only thing about the stopwatch was it, it used a lot of magic. It did. To do. Um, and that's funny for me to say that because I don't, I don't do games like this. So you and I had a conversation about this earlier. Uh, maybe we'll save it. We'll table it for the next segment. But well, you know, something Ooh. that that threw us off was you replenish your magic mud. You know, smacking pretty much every piece of furniture you come across, and it yeah. makes a heart pop out, which in my mind is supposed to be health. Exactly, exactly. But hearts on here is magic. Health you get by saving uh, to save room, right? Or you can potions find potions. Food. Yeah, our food, which. You have to equip and throw down before you can eat. Yeah, and say that was another thing. Like, why couldn't you do that in the menu? And I know, like, today, yeah, you can do that. And I don't know if it was a system limitation or what, but it just seems to me you could go to the food, select it, eat it real quick, and then continue on. Yeah, it was a little much. Um, It it was pretty much inconvenient because you had to unequip something, equip it, then go back right back to your menu and right. re-equip whatever right. you needed. And it was just, it was tedious. It was. Uh, That's something that could have been 
a little different. You had uh, the relics that you found that did different things. Right. I found two. <laughs> yeah. You found the one that... That is given to you at the first of the game, pretty yeah. much. Something of Zoe. Book of Zoe, maybe. Yeah. Orb, uh, Orb of Zoe. Orb of Zoe. The ones that uh, let you see the enemy's names. You didn't get quite get that one yet. No. Uh, the one that lets you open the blue doors. Right. There's the one magic. I really want that gives you the double jump that I haven't got yet. Okay. In my playthrough. Um, well, now guys, everything we're talking about from a playability standpoint or a playthrough standpoint is very, very early in the game. I'm talking what within yeah. the first. I don't know. Oh, I'm I'm probably being laughed at by a lot of people who said you don't have the double jump yet. <laughs> Noob. Peasant. <laughs> yeah, peasant. Um. So yeah. Uh, now the one thing that was kind of neat about this game was the number of bosses. Now you've got some like. I guess bigger bosses and you've got like in the old Sonic games and stuff, you had yeah. the mid bosses, uh, even Mario to an extent you had the mid bosses, the, the fortress bosses. Um, but there's a ton of bosses in this. Oh yeah. And, and regular enemies, a whole plethora of just different enemies. Well, I think that's funny that you, you go through and you beat a boss and the boss is gone forever. You never have to fail. You never have to face him again. Well, some of you, you kind of do. Some of them become regular enemies after that. Well, Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll assume because I, I didn't yeah, really see now, I haven't seen that I've been told that right um, I haven't found the pterodactyl man again yet <laughs> hopefully, hopefully we don't because um, that first boss was well and, and, and it was even said that they made this game to be this way so it gets easier as you progress and level up and whatnot because yeah. you get stronger you get better weapons as long as you save after <laughs> you level up a lot um, but like that first boss, I bet uh, Wednesday night when I had a chance to actually play through and try to review this game, I bet that I died a half a probably a dozen times. On it that was one. rough because you don't have anything. Uh, well, I was talking to a buddy of mine, Kyle, mm -hmm. who's who's actually speed runs this game. Okay, I think he said his best time's like uh around an hour and a half. I could be could be wrong. Now is that like just to beat the game, or is that like the good ending of the game? I think that's the good ending. Holy. Gosh almighty. Yeah, he plays a lot. But he said that that boss is actually the roughest boss because okay. you're so under-equipped when sure. you fight it. But that second boss, to me, the the one that's doppelganger of you. Oh, yeah. That was rough. That you, felt like fighting Shang Tsung in Mortal Kombat 2. Well, I made the comment that it was like fighting uh, Super Shredder yeah. <laughs> in Turtles 4 where he just keeps morphing and there's two or three of him. Well, my gosh, he'd knock me up in the air and then he'd be right there when I landed to hit me again. Yeah. It's like, dude, let me breathe. Well, I know, and, and going back to the enemies and the and the jump back, you know, the hit damage that you take from them, you could get between two enemies on either side of you and they just juggle you and you just <laughs> die. I mean, there's yeah, nothing there to it. So, I mean, there, there's some rough aspects of this game. Does it make it unplayable? No. Does it make it frustrating? Absolutely. And and I'm sure that there are things you unlock later. Like there was something in the menu called familiars, mm -hmm. which is usually something you summon to help you. Right. I, and I'm not sure what they do. I never got to that. Um. So in this game, you uh, you have two buttons: one for left hand, one for right hand. Mm -hmm. Uh. Traditionally. You're gonna have a sword and a shield. That's that's what we had most of our playthrough. Uh, there are times where you can have two weapons. You have two swords. Uh, maybe not a sword, but just f for for sake of conversation, two swords. Or you can have really heavy weapons that require both, both hands. Yeah. Um, 
So you've got that attack. You've got the the magic attack that Hammy was talking about earlier where you're throwing items and, and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. But the other thing that you have, you also have another, for lack of a better term, another magic bar yeah. where you can put in button combinations, kind of like playing Mortal Kombat. That's what it reminds me of. It really is. Uh, Not just basic moves, either, like fatalities. Right. It's like up, down, and then rotate from down to forward and push X. Or back and then rotate around all the way up. So so you're going from left yeah. all the way around to right so, and hit X. So, geez, I thought I was going to turn to a dragon and eat half of him. <laughs> um, so th- that was something that was completely new for this aspect as well. well. What wigged me out is... And those um, were the spells. That's what that was. Yeah. So you had magic, and then you had spell power, I guess, too. Well, what got me is your version had those unlocked already. It had three of them unlocked. I'm assuming there's more. I'm, I'm sure there is, but on mine, yeah, uh, I had to go buy them. I had to buy my first one. Well, same thing with the map, too. You had to get all the way to the librarian to get yeah. the map. Well, on, on this particular version, and this is what led me to wanting to know which one was the more true version. Uh, on this one, when you start out, you hit uh, left yeah, trigger. I didn't think about that. That's Maybe yours is more the original version. It might be. And mine's like a... Like an upgrade, because there's no way of selecting a different difficulty on this. It's uh-huh. it is what it is. Maybe it's because you entered Alucard as your name. I did I? Yeah. Oh well, maybe. Mine was Hammy. I just I just so, entered, I didn't. If, if it's a cheat, I really didn't know it. Now there are cheats in this game. I think most of them you have to beat the game first to get them. Most of them you do. Now the, there is one to make the game insanely hard that you don't have to do on the front side. Uh, but why anybody would want to do that just makes them a sadist. Well, it uh, it jacks your luck all the way up, which you know. What you is have, your luck? Well, you have strength determines your attack, your damage. Okay. Defense is how much damage you can take. Okay. Uh, intelligence determines, I think, how fast your magic comes back. All right. Your are your magic bar refills. Luck determines. Now is that magic or is that spell? Because magic is the heart. From spell. Remember? Okay. Uh. And we're just assuming that's the name of these yeah. these meters. I have no idea. Your blue meter. There you go. And uh, the, uh, luck determines if you get critical hits, which is okay. every now and then you, you get a hit that does like twice the damage. And also your uh, drops, the drops okay. you get from enemies. Because the equipment uh, is RNG. Right. So it's random. Okay. Which if it carries over from Destiny 2, then I have terrible luck. <laughs> Well, you know, they didn't introduce anything of, you know, carrying over from uh, other games, thankfully, at this point. So, and, and you do get a bunch of different things to equip. You got your, your weapons, your shields. Like you said, you got something to put on your head. You got your armor. You get a cloak. And then you get, like, two rings mm-hmm. that you can equip. Uh, and it changes. Whenever you find new stuff, it changes the look of your guy. Okay. Um, and, and one of the other things, too, is you unlock these, I guess, powers. Uh, you get you get to kind of transform into a yes, wolf. Yes, the trans- transformations, right? I only got the wolf, which I got you that. Right. Uh, there's also a bat, and there's also a mist. Right. And you need all of those to get to the final boss. Okay. So I mean, literally, you you well on the version that we played, you Hammy said you'd push the shoulder button, and you would transform to these different right. things. It's right trigger for you, but it's left bump or L one for me. Okay. Um, but yeah, you just simply push the button and you became a wolf mm-hmm. and, and it, from what we played. Anyway. Yeah. And you could change back and forth. Um, 
really didn't see a need for it yet. There maybe there is obviously through when you get later into the game, but I know like when you turn into a bat, like if you jump, like say you're on a screen and you're on the far left side, and it you know maybe there's a set of stairs or a platform or something that, that makes you drop down. You turn into the bat, and the bat just basically flies linear, if I'm not mistaken, from okay. what I've seen. Uh, I don't think you can fly up. I don't think you fly down. I think it's just you fly. You you start here and you just start flying until you change back. All right. I don't know. I haven't seen. It. Uh, I know the. I've seen the mist. I know that there's some like grates you can go through. No, I haven't seen the mist, so uh, I'll take your word for that one. Basically, too. like it's basically like Smoke Monster from Lost. What a great show! I know we say that all the time. So instead of mist, we refer to it as a smoke monster. I love you know? it. I love it, and I want to play this game even more. Yeah, that's that just that just that, that sold it. That another sold it ten for points for me. <laughs> so, um, you've got on here uh, the world, and you've got graphic sound and immersion. Uh, we've kind of touched on the graphics. We touched on the sound a little bit uh, on the front side. Um, what What do you want to say about immersion? That's a word I typed that I assumed by the time we got to it, I would know what it meant. <laughs> uh I mean, I guess just how much you get into the game, how much okay. you enjoy it. Like, like Resident Evil, it's got right. a great deal of immersion. Right. Because you turn the lights off in here, you get to play in it, and you're really into it. Right. Uh, with this, I don't know. I think... The immersion comes from the completion part of it, I think. Just what's next. Yeah. Um, I, And this is me, and, and, and don't don't at me because I'm about to say this. This isn't... The story I can take or leave. I'm not a vampire guy. Uh, it, I mean, yeah, you want to stop the bad guy. I get that. I can I can dumb it down enough to say, okay, that's that's my hook. Stop the bad guy. But that's mm-hmm. the hook for every almost every video game, right? Except maybe Snoopy goes to the Olympics or something. Or, or that goat game that just came out. <laughs> no, not goat. The goose. goose. Uh, the goose game is uh, scare people. Done. Yeah. Done. When you basically you get to be the zombie and scare people. There you go. Sold. Sold. Done. I got my nephew would probably love that game. He he's got a fascination for, for geese right now. <laughs> he's like always talking about how this goose chased him. I'm like, what goose? And my sister looked at me and says, It's an imaginary goose. I'm like, Well, I'm I'm into it now. I want to know about this goose. Tell me more. <laughs> um so and, and I've got down here cheats. Now, um, like you said earlier, the cheats mainly revolve around typing your name in as certain things, certain people, whatnot. Right. Um, but you have to do it after you've completed the game. Uh, one of them is um, you can play as Richter. After you've completed the game, you enter your name as Richter. Okay. So that's how you get those. Characters. So that's how you get those. Now there, uh, there's, there's others that obviously you had to complete the game in order to get. So, um, but the other one, uh, that I know you, you can do without, um, without completing the game is the extra hard and why anybody would want to do that. I don't know. Well, I think that's the one that, like I said, it jacks up your luck. So you get really good drops. Okay. But, and maybe that's, maybe that's what it was. Cause it gave you a 99 something and maybe yeah, that's what it was. Luck. Okay. Um, then Maria, I think you can play as her. Okay. How cool would it be if you put in Mario and you actually play as Mario? <laughs> I'm gonna put in Master Chief. Oh wow! Just run through shooting everything. I'm sure there's probably a, a, a emulator, not an emulator, a mod. mod somewhere that you can do that. Maybe. 
I would just play as Macho Man if I could. Just <laughs> jump in, and elbow everybody. There's really no scenario where you wouldn't want to be Macho Man. Exactly. Um, all right. So, Hammy, the review. Oh yeah. Tell us about tell us about the review. What what did you think about the game? Uh, I can say this. This is a game I want to keep playing even after we're done with the review. Okay. I mean, it's it's it can be frustrating. You saw me get frustrated. I, I did at it. Uh, I didn't get as frustrated when I was at home playing it. You're saying it's me? <laughs> no, I think because I was trying to get to a certain spot real quick. Well, yeah, and then and then if you don't, if you take the patience out of it, it makes it extremely difficult. I was also on a lot of pain medication when I was at home, so yeah, uh, yeah. So you're like, I don't care, I'll just do it again. But I, but I do I do want to keep. I, I would like to beat it one day. Uh, I do enjoy it. I I, re- I really did. It's um, it's not for a, the faint of heart. No, gosh, no. It, it's challenging. Sometimes borderline on unfair on some of those deaths. <laughs> right. So would you say, I mean, there's a nostalgia factor that comes with playing games like Resident Evil. Yeah. I want to play through the rest of what we've got started on Resident Evil oh, yeah. for the nostalgia. Yeah. This is not one that I played. Me neither. So, I mean, you've got basically, it's like a brand new game. Already is a brand new game. So you're like, hey, I, I kind of want to keep going. So there's there's that factor too. Exactly. Um. How would you how would you rate it on a on a retro game night? Because we we uh, had this wouldn't be a retro game right, night and that's game. that's what I was a lot of single at. player games wouldn't be though. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of where Caitlin and I were on Resident Evil. Yeah, it's fun and it's you know good to go through real quick. You know, hey, I remember this part and it's right here at the beginning. Let me show you or a jump scare moment or something. Yeah. But as far as beating the game on a retro game night, it's not going to happen. No, no, because I mean you're talking about you know easy with Resident Evil. You got three, four hours worth of exploration and stuff you're going to do. Kind of the same with this one. Yeah, you could probably find somebody that could speed run it to get to the, I guess, the bad ending. Now, no, there is a world record for beating it with any percent that's, I think, 15 minutes. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Any percent, though. That's not yeah. the good ending, and necessarily. They, and I think, now they play with the card. Because I know a lot of speedrunners get Richter because apparently he's better. Okay. But uh, my buddy Kyle was telling me about it last night. Okay. So now if we could get that, if if, if you can do that, well, if you, I play- would give you 15 minutes to watch you do that. Oh, sure. Now, if you could, if you could play the game. Okay. How about this? To me, I think the game for me personally would be better if either if I played as Richter as you had at the front where you had everything Mm -hmm. or Alucard when you had everything before, you know, everything was taken from you. So if you've ever played Assassin's Creed, the first part of this game is kind of like that. You start off and you have everything. It's easy to kill things. You have no issues. Well, in Assassin's Creed, they say, well, you kill somebody you're not supposed to. So we're going to take all your weapons away and you got to go through the game and relearn how to, how to use them again, which is kind of dumb, but whatever. It's part of the game. Well, this kind of does the same thing where it takes everything away from you. You have to find it again. You have to find it all again, and I don't know. Like if if I could have played the entire game where I was already maxed out, I might I might would enjoy it a little bit more. I know that takes a lot of the need for exploration and stuff away, but I don't know. It's just one of those things. And there's another. There is an item Jeff was telling me about. I can't remember what it's called. It's some weapon that. He says basically makes the game easy. Or okay. Puts on easy mode, like it just wipes everything out real fast. It's like the, so that's what I need. It's like oh, what I need was it to called? start out with that. 
because I, I, I he, he said it and he started to think with a C. It's not chrysanthemum. It's not Crystal Gale. I don't remember what it was called. Is it Crystal Hamburgers? No, that's with a K. Oh, okay. <laughs> but well, and and real quick before we get off the off the game necessarily, another thing that I kind of found a little frustrating was you'd go into a room with the hopes and dreams of finding something really really neat, you know, a weapon of some sort that's really going to help you progress, and you get there, and the weapon that you find is worse than the weapons you already have. <laughs> like where's the reward at man yeah. come on oh no uh we can talk about the librarian that you find yeah and you can find these library cards that warp you right to him and he he'll sell you some items yeah uh, one one for thirty thousand yeah. dollars or that was uh, joseph's coat yeah of multicolors. i don't know Technicolor. i think so because i think it says you can change the color to it oh really yeah. <laughs> that was purely a guess um off the broadway musical you can buy and sell stuff from him you can buy uh, some, yeah, you can buy spells. You can mm-hmm. learn tactics for bosses from him. Sure. Uh, and I, I think he met, he's the only he's the first friendly NPC I, that I found. Right. Outside of I guess Maria, we found yeah. Maria. Talked to Maria, I think twice now. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I'm I'm kind of the same way. I did enjoy it. Um, I I really enjoyed watching you play it. Um, which that in itself is nostalgic because there's a lot of times when. I would, you know, we'd I'd come over and watch you play Goldeneye because you had one controller. You're like, hey, watch <laughs> me do this. Pew, pew, pew. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty awesome. Can I play? No, it's mine. <laughs> um, you can watch. Yeah, you can watch. Um, so there, so there's a little bit of that. Just you know, watching you play now, the Let's Play videos and things like that. I'm not, I'm not a huge, you know, the streamers and all that. I'm not huge into that. Every so often, I'll watch somebody just on a, you know, not a new game, maybe a nostalgic game, just to see maybe where I kind of hold a candle to basically watching other people play Sonic. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, but I, I really do enjoy watching it cause I think the, the back and forth, you know, watching you get angry and, and just us talking and just, uh, you know, we're best friends. So, I mean, there's a lot of that, but, uh, I did watch, I really did enjoy watching you play through it. Um, I would play it again. I don't know if I would ever beat it though. It's not, it's not on my list to, absolutely complete like i'm not that in love with the game to want to complete it yeah and like i said it's one that requires a lot of uh it's going to require a lot of devotion from you well and patience patience is patience is is the number one factor for me right now so um but anyway um would i recommend it someone yeah uh if, if they if they enjoyed that that genre of of you know kind of it's not a it's got platformy elements. Yeah. Uh, if they enjoyed the the older Castlevania games and and kind of how you know that story progresses, sure, absolutely. Especially if they're fans of like modern games that are like this, like uh, Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this made me think of a lot about a two D version of that. Right. There's another game that just came out called Blasphemous. That's okay. similar because there have been a ton of games inspired by this that have come out over the years. And and that says a lot about a game that's that's viewed to be, you know, one of the best ever or right. a classic, you know, best ever whenever it can have that much influence on other games. Right. And like I said, this is the one that Metroid. really spawned the Metroidvania right genre. Right. So All right, well um that's our review of the game. Stick around and we will uh do some other crap. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you.
All right. So, uh, Clint, I told you earlier that I'd come up with not a question, but just something I wanted to present you with that I'm going to post on social media as well. Okay. And that's a uh, video game bucket list. And not and, and you don't mean it in the sense, because I know we've kind of already talked about it, you don't mean it in the sense of video games I want to play before I kick the bucket. It's video game accomplishment there you bucket go. list. There you go. Games you want to beat. Maybe it's games you want to 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe you want to, for instance, get all 120 stars in Super Mario 64. Sure. Maybe you want to beat Ocarina of Time with only three hearts and no deaths. Some people, Lord, why would you want to do that? People have done that. Oh, they have. I not that good. Uh, maybe do the cranky challenge, like things like that. The cranky right. challenge, yeah, and the Donkey cranky Kong. challenge. Okay, uh, lasso on Halo. Right. What is that? What's called legendary all skull zone? Yeah, yeah. So finish the fight, guys. I know what that is. Yeah. Um. Whew, I don't know if I could do lasso. Yeah, we've talked about doing it back in our prime. Uh. Dude, well, th- this right here is how you accomplish that. Um, I-, I will go ahead and I'll put that one on there it- as long as I could get to. And this is the thing too: you'd have to, it have to be multiplayer. I couldn't do it single player. Oh no, there's no, no way I could do it single player. But if it was multiplayer, I- I'll put that on there as long as I get to play with you guys that we used to, you know, you Casey, Alex, um, that we used to always get to get on and, and play Halo with, but. The, the way you get to do that is you have one guy crouched in the corner the entire time. That's your respawn, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that's how I play, that's how we do a lot of uh, Destiny uh, 2 strikes as well. I'm dead. I'm Hard dead. Strikes. Hey, get back. Get back. I'm almost dead. Yeah. <laughs> stay alive. Stay alive. Stay alive. Um, gosh, I'm mighty. That's all it does make me want to play Halo. Um, so I, one of mine, and when you uh, posed this question, uh, I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, man, there's just... I don't know because, you know, there's a ton of things. And then I got to thinking about it. Um, One of them that I know that I would love to do, (laughs) there's no way because I've never seen anybody truly do it. I want to beat the original Ninja Turtles for an NES. Like, yeah, that's your number one. That's not, that's one of them. Okay. Okay. I I mean, no, no order. I'm, I'm I'm literally coming up with these off the top of my head. I didn't make a list or anything, but yeah, that was one. Um, I want to play through the and, and beat a hundred percent beat all three Donkey Kong countries. Okay, I've obviously done one. I haven't played a lot of two to 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 hundred percent. It haven't played a whole lot of three to hundred percent. It, but um, we're talking about goals. There's a goal, right? Um, I want to, and this is this is a before I kick the bucket. I want to play through every Halo game in chronological order, sometime soon. So you got Reach, you got one, you got two, two then ODST, because it's hard to split yeah. those games up unless you like pause it at a certain time, <laughs> fire the game up, and then play through to a certain point, and then played ODST and three at the same time. But right. ODST, then three, then four, five, and then four, five, and then I, I would like to do that maybe before six comes out. I know you're not one hundred percent sold on it. six yet. But we've got what till Christmas of next year because that's the launch title for we the new Xbox. We can do that. So we've got a year, a year and a couple months to do that. Now you talking about playing on Legendary? Uh, I get no benefit. I, I, I mine's more for the camaraderie. I want to play right. through it start to finish because because we have beat them on Legendary. Oh, absolutely. Um, but you can play through one through four. Play through one through four. <laughs> that just sounded weird. Um. On the Master Chief Collection. So you've got one game that you can play through it all mm-hmm. together. Maybe. 
At least ODST is on there now. Well, ODST is on Reach there. Reach is supposed to be added pretty soon. Pretty soon. So that that will help, you know, in that part of the accomplishment. But aren't there some of those that's only two player? Yeah. And that's God, why do they do that? It it made me mad because the the anniversary edition of one, if I'm not mistaken, I and I could be, I think it was four player co op. I don't I think we had this there conversation is, already and it wasn't I think you're right. I've got the box over here. But yeah, one and two. I, I think know, we did that too, is look at the box. I know in the Master Chief collection, I know one and two are two player. Right. So, I mean, we may have to split up and, you know, like me and you or, or me and Casey, then you and Alex do those two together all at the same time. But then we come back for three and, and go right. forward. But yeah, I know, I know Reach is four player. I think ODST is four. Pretty sure Maybe. it is. I know it is on the firefight. Yeah. So I think it is for. So yeah, uh, Such that's a good game. It was underrated. Underrated. Uh, that was one you threw out. One. Uh, I I don't think I've ever a hundred percented one hundred and twenty stars. Mario sixty four. I haven't done it, but I've seen it done. I've seen it done. Uh, and I've seen it done in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, my buddy Charles, when we were growing up, he was real big on sixty four and video games in general. So. Uh, there was a lot of that. Um, trying to throw one out there a little different. Uh, maybe, maybe play through like Mortal Kombat 2 with every character on the hard difficulty. Something like that. Was there a hard difficulty? Yeah, there was one. Yeah, there's the, the different towers. Yeah, different or towers. the different mountains or whatever. I've beaten it with all with everyone on not the easy one. Yeah, I have too. But like, you know, just if you're going to challenge yourself a little bit... Um, Gosh, my, there's, get, there's probably get Molina. It should be the easiest one to do it with. <laughs> Just ask Casey. Four, four day, four, four day, four, four day. What, what was it? Hold, uh, hold Y, four, four to A, and after they rolled, you hit them with a sigh. Oh, you can just keep spamming. Well, that I know well, that. Well, you do the kick, you can do the roll, and you do the sigh, and that's what a lot of people do. They just make that to a combo, which, which is why three became the combo, uh, the combo game. Yeah, uh, the true combo game. Um. I don't know. I'm, I know I'm missing through some. Uh, I'd like to complete um, one of the newer Grand Theft. Well, I say newer. The only Grand Theft Auto I've ever beaten, start to finish, in in 100 percented was was Vice City. Mm-hmm. So there's three that I hardly ever played. I don't think I really played three. And then there's San Andreas, and there's four, and there's five that I've not beaten. So I've beaten the only one I've ever beaten was five. Okay. And is that 100% beat or just get to the end of the story? Just get to the end of the story. Yeah. See, I mean, there's all kind of side missions and oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff that you can do that makes that game go forever. To this day, I still have yet to play any of the Red Dead games. I haven't either. So, I mean, that that seems like it would be fun. Um, you know, they're reviewed great. Yeah, I'm just not big into the whole Western. I don't mind the whole Western genre. thing. But Unless it's Tombstone. Tombstone. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> That's fantastic. Um, so yeah, I, I can probably think of a couple more, but you know, we'd sit here all night. So what, what do you got, Hammy? Oh, I'm glad you asked because I wrote it down, then took a picture of what I wrote down. <laughs> you could have just typed it on your phone. Uh, I want to beat the Blood Soul series. Okay, which is Dark Souls one through three, mm-hmm. Demon Souls, Bloodborne, and I'm gonna throw Sekiro on there because the same company. Okay, and those are all hard games, and I've I've played them, and I'm not. I like the skill necessary to beat them at the stage I'm at with them. 
Uh, just a heads up. I think your skill goes down as you get older. Well, you know, it's funny. Uh, I was talking to another friend the other day. He was talking about he's looking forward to retirement. He can actually play all these games. I thought, you know, that's that's a good way to look at it. I can't wait to retire so I can play video games all day. <laughs> In your 60s. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, Symphony of the Night. I would like to beat it. Sure. Uh, Resident Evil 1 remake. Okay. And the Resident Evil 2 remake. You know, I would like to play through the Resident Evil 2 remake as well. Uh, again, I love that game on PlayStation. And I know just like with the Resident Evil 1 remake, they, they added some stuff, yeah. changed some stuff around. So, I mean, there's it's basically a whole new game. It looks great. It looks scary. <laughs> it does. Mr. I, X. I played through the demo where it only gave you like 12 hours or it wasn't even that. It's like an hour to yeah, go through like and that. then it cut it off, you know, and yeah, I guess if they ever put that on Game Pass, I might would get it. I don't know if I would actually just come out and buy that Have game you seen Seven? It's first I not, person? I've not seen Seven. Looks very terrible. Looks like a. they took a lot of uh, cues from, uh, was it Outlast? Yeah. The, but that, that would be the first um, first person. Yeah. Right. Everything yeah, else. Know it's originally going to be. Well, I know they. Uh, I think in the remake they made it more. It's. Is it more third person? It's a lot more like RE four. Okay. Because four, five, and six are all third person. Yeah. And I think they remade two to be third person. Yeah. I wish they did that with one. Because those those fixed camera man and I, I That's know where jump scares come from. Y'all buddy. were talking about it, I, and, and it does give it that whole. Security B, camera vibe, or that yeah, B, that B movie vibe, but right? Anyway, <laughs> uh, the Metro trilogy, okay, which is twenty thirty three, Exodus, uh, Last Light, and Exodus, right? And I've uh, heard good things about them. I've played a lot of twenty thirty three. I haven't beat it though. They're they're really good shooters. I want to beat Jurassic Park two for Super Nintendo with you. We've got to do that. There's a tear coming down my face right now. We've been saying we're going to for, for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to beat Chrono Trigger, SNES. Okay. Uh, maybe I should throw that up. Maybe, maybe I want to play and beat an RPG, a true RPG. There you go. JRPG. There you go. Chrono Trigger's a good one to do. Now, I say I want with disdain in my in my face <laughs> as I say it, but... <laughs> I want to beat The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Okay. It's one of the Ooh. few Zeldas I haven't played through, but it's on the Wii, and I hate the freaking motion <laughs> controls. <laughs> I got it. I got a Wii just for that game. Put a few hours into it. I can't do this. Now, don't they? I'm exhausted. The, is it the Wind Waker? Is That's one of them, right? That wasn't. The only one with the motion controls was. Okay, but that Skyward was Wii, Sword. though, right? No, that was uh, GameCube. Okay, so I'm thinking too far. And that was remastered for the Wii U. But then. Uh, now, Twilight Princess was on Wii, and you could do motion controls. Yeah. But it, but it wasn't like the way they did it in Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword is wherever you move your stick, the sword swings like that. Ugh. Yeah, and it didn't work out all the time. Ugh. But Twilight Princess, the GameCube version, is far superior. Well, which Wii. What is the one I'm thinking that was for Wii? Is it the Four Swords, or is that GameCube also? No, that was... Uh, uh, Four Swords was... Uh, oh, crap, that's like Game Boy Advance, and then there was a GameCube version. Okay. Called Four Swords Adventures. Okay, well... I'm I'm not the no, Zelda yeah, mastermind no. here, so we had Twilight Princess and Skyward Sword. I got a bonus question when we're done with this. Okay, that I just thought of. Uh, I want to beat Metal Gear Solid. Ooh, I've never played all the way through it. You've seen me play though. I have. <laughs> I want to beat the Doom remake. I want to beat the Doom remake. Is it two player? No, it's not. Dead gummit. I want to beat it before the new one comes out in March. 
Well, if they don't, you know, if, if it comes out in March, they'll keep sliding it back. They yeah. keep on. As long as they do it right. And finally, and this is going to make Jeff smile, I want to beat Sui Coden 1 and 2. Two just JRPGs that are uh, like the pinnacle of JRPGs for the, the people who play a lot of them. Okay. Uh, Jeff's a huge fan of them. He actually lent them to me a long time ago to play through, and I played a lot of one. But never beat it. So, well, and this is another bonus question: Is are the Final Fantasy games considered JRPGs? Yeah, most of them. Okay, I think like so. This this not. is considered to be better than the one that everybody holds dear. Well, Final Fantasy Seven by Sui Coden fans, it is. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Well, uh, real quick, and this right here just kind of spawned on me since we were talking about Zelda. Uh, there was a Twitter account and the name. It escapes me right now um, where they had basically posted a couple of questions about uh, one of them was they listed six, six like Zelda games. Yeah. And keep two, lose keep the other two ones. for a remake and lose the other one. Yeah. That was stupid. Well, it's because stupid. all of them were great. <laughs> right. Right. But like, well, it makes, it makes a good debate though. Which two do you keep? Uh, man, I can't, I well, can't but, pick. But personally, but personally, you've got favorites. Sure. I do. Okay. Um, because uh, the ones they listed, they had Ocarina, they had Majora's Mask, they had Twilight Princess, they had Wind Waker, and they had Skyward Sword. And say all of those are the 3D Zelda games. And one of them was Breath of the Wild. Well, no, it wasn't because no, it was already HD. Yeah. That um, was a different question. So, which, it, which Wind Waker and Twilight Princess have HD remakes. Okay. But man, I keep two and lose the other three. I can't. <laughs> I mean, Ocarina is my favorite of all time. Okay. Um, and again, that's another one that, that maybe that's maybe that's what I add to my list. I want to play through more of the Zelda games. Maybe not and, all of them, but more, more of them. I would like to see an HD remaster of Ocarina, but sure. not at the cost of losing. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm gonna kill that last one. Okay. So and, and say I would like an HD remaster. Give me three. Ocarina. Well, give me two. Give me two. Your, your top two that you'd like to see remastered. Ocarina of Time. Uh-huh. And I would like to see Skyward Sword done without those stupid motion controls. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't have a dog in this fight, but, you know, for me to play it, to get away from the janky, the janky look and feel of the Nintendo 64, I would like, you know, for uh, Ocarina of Time. Because you hold it in such high regard, it makes me want to play mm-hmm. it. But right now I can't get past that unless I get that Frank Frankenmeister thing or whatever. Well, well, even then, man, the N sixty four is a hard system to go back to. Oh yeah, because oh, yeah. we liked it then because we didn't know what we didn't have. Right. And, and now we know what we have, and we're like, how? It's like, man, <laughs> that game was so great, and I know it was great. But yeah. Good grief, these controls. Yeah. This controller. Well, they do something kind of like. Like they did with Banjo Kazooie when they did their remake for Xbox, it fixed. God, that was that was a that was like night and day. Too. Right, right. But I mean, it fixed a lot of the issues. You know, it, it made it a two stick layout, and it you know it kind of did away we, with that C. Yeah, we played button. those back to back, and that was that blew major, my mind. Yeah, major. I really enjoyed playing that. But I, and again, it's a difference in the time. You know, two stick versus one stick. But yeah. I really did enjoy replaying through that. Um, and there was another question. 
I guess it was, I guess it was that it was just which of these two get a remake or which of these six, like, and, and you had to pick. So, um, any chance that, I mean, Nintendo owns Zelda. Surely they'll, they can do a remake. Um, why I, would they not? I guess is the I, question. I'm sure they would. I wish that they would just come out with a switch game. That's got every one of them on it. That's a lot. Because that's a lot. The system that you can play the most Zelda games on would be the 3DS, or rather the new 3DS, because it's got the Game Boys, the regular Nintendo. It's got Link to the Past. Okay. And it's got remakes. Well, not remakes, really remasters, just ports of Ocarina and Majora's Mask on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because didn't they do a um, uh, Ocarina of Time 3D? And yeah, it, that was and it, it fixed a lot of, like the 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 uh, the water dungeon. And did I say that right? Water temple. Water temple, like where you would get lost in it really, really easily. Like I think in that one, they actually put like arrows to kind of help you get through. Oh, no, I don't you know. I haven't. I've got it, but I haven't played it. I've I've um, seen that somewhere. But I have seen some changes they made to Majora's Mask, which were n- no one has liked. Oh really? Yeah. For instance, in, in Majora's Mask, you get these well masks that transforming into different races mm-hmm. and the Zora are the ones who swim underwater. Yeah. And Majora's mask, you get underwater and you can swim and it was great. It worked great. Uh, I mean, it's like you're flying underwater just the way you're moving. And in the 3d uh, S version, for some reason that uses up your magic huh. where it didn't in N64 and they added that. And that's just like, why? Yeah. That's, that's dumb. It's a downgrade. Why yeah. would you downgrade? If you're going to exactly. do anything, upgrade it. They downgraded it. You know, it's kind of like where it makes perfect sense that a prequel, you have better weapons than you do <laughs> yeah. the original. So, um, okay. Well, you know, I always enjoy uh, talking Zelda with you because I see in your face, like when you're talking about it and you're, you know, bringing up the memories and stuff. I just, that that boy-like glow on your face. <laughs> um, I really do enjoy it. That so. could be the medicine I'm taking. <laughs> Probably so, probably so. But all Some right. Side effects include <laughs> staring at a blank wall, <laughs> reliving your past childhood, wondering if you've made the correct decisions in life. Um, okay, well that kind of concludes our episode this week. Um, obviously, hit us up social media. You find all those links on hammondspam dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still taking um, suggestions for other games especially coming up after 30. Uh, we've got a couple mapped out, not not very many, though. So send them to us. We've got a pretty decent list, but we don't have 60 of them laid out yet. <laughs> so uh, we, we we will need your help, or you're going to have to hear us talk about crap we don't know about, so, or right. that y'all don't want to hear, rather. And uh, we'd rather make it what you want to hear versus what you don't, obviously. So You don't want another Legend of Mystical Ninja. <laughs> I can't wait for everybody to hear Casey's take on the Legend of Mystical Ninja. It's not a lot of a take, but it's enough take to justify our review. I'll put it that way. So, uh, bonus episode hits. Check that out. This episode will drop minutes before, or literally one minute before. That's the only way. I, somehow or another, when, when we post all this on Podbean, obviously it does You know, episode 023, episode 024, episode 025. Well, it's separate. It's... it's uh, crap ordered by the date and the time that it releases so uh this episode will release at 7 p.m local time and the bonus episode will be 701 p.m local time (laughs) 
So you got some editing to do, sir. I've done some. Okay, well, good. Good deal. Um, hopefully you won't have a whole lot to do on this one, though, outside of throwing some stuff on the front side and the back side. So. All right. Um, well, we appreciate you guys listening. Thanks for the feedback. Um, hopefully we'll end up with uh, a thousand listeners by the time you guys listen to this and what, the bonus 16 episode. away? Is it 16? I think so. I think last time I checked, it was like 984. Uh, I thought it was 960 something. Resident Evil's done very well. Mm-hmm. Maybe treat, treat did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh, maybe we should have her on a little bit more, but she's got to get through all the temples first. So, yep. But, um, Anyway, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace.